Greetings, soul family, and welcome to the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. I'm Big G, one third of the podcast team. We also have Oshawa Nicole and Johnny Holmes II, aka Apostle. We thank you for tuning in as we embark on another cool ass journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Okay, and we are back with another episode of Cool Ass Conversations, yes, the podcast. <laughs> and today's topic is going to be manifesting happiness. Yes. Uh, I personally uh, had some feelings on the subject, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. based on uh, experiences that I had in the, in, in the past week or what have you. You know, and just how you actually bring happiness into your life. Is it a conscious decision or do you rely on other people to make you happy? Your relationship, your family, you know, your friends, things that happen in life. Oh, this, I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy about that. You know what I mean? And you look for all these external sources, you know. But how does one truly find happiness you know the lasting kind not the kind that's subject to what other people either do or don't do you know uh and i personally i say you know true happiness is between your ears (laughs) i love that you know and only you know what gives you that feeling that you consider happiness you know what i mean so only you can control that for yourself. Each person does, you know. But in in a lot of cases, we look for other people to make us happy, you know. Um, even just in, in my own personal, for how many relationships, you know, you look for, well, I wasn't happy with this person, I wasn't happy with that person. And it's like, you're happy because you choose to be happy now if that person is around <laughs> when you choose to be happy or you know what I mean? You're interchanging with that person. If that brings you happiness or, you know what I mean? You find happiness or joy in that, then that, you know, that's one thing, but are you happy? You still have to find a way to be happy even when that person is not around or, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that is, you know, just kind of what's been, um, uh, quizzing my brain, you know? So, Anybody else have thoughts on that? On how you find happiness? Let's get a definition. I, I love for us <laughs> to kind of maybe center in on, on maybe a, a, an idea, a central idea about what we mean. Yeah, so I'll start with the um, Merriam-Webster's lovely definition of happy, which I think is kind of funny. Um, so number one is favored by luck or fortune, fortunate. Number two is notably fitting, effective, or well-adapted, felicitous, a happy choice. Number three, I think I like best. It's enjoying or characterized by well-being and contentment. And maybe we really need to be talking about contentment as a basis for happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, expressing, reflecting, and suggesting or or suggestive of happiness, glad or pleased, having or marked by an atmosphere of good fellowship that's friendly, um, 
characterized by a dazed irresponsible. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay, no, that's a punch happy. That okay, that they're getting into other <laughs> stuff. Okay. But right, yeah. happiness is an object. But um yeah, so let let's let's focus on the enjoying or characterized by well being and contentment or expressing and reflecting. Okay. Um mm-hmm. pleasure, being glad. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Contentment. Yeah. I know this is one of those those uh, statements in the Declaration, right? Um, and I and I've always found that to be interesting um, to be worded that way. But it says uh, the United States declared independence from mm-hmm. Great Britain in '76 to secure for all Americans their un- unalienable rights. Mm-hmm. These rights include, but are not limited to, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Right. Absolutely. I just, I just know there's like we talk uh, unconditional love. There are mm-hmm. these terms that we toss about without any real definitive uh, focus or or idea of what it is. Maybe that we all collectively mean. So when we go into agreement, sometimes as I love uh, love when Cuz goes through the through these definitions, we we see how some of these words, you know, are packed with such vibrations that we go into agreement quickly with some of this stuff that I don't think we really intend, you know, or probably, you know, consciously are aware of, you know, yeah, so yeah. I'm mm-hmm. glad, I'm glad we kind of started the foundation with, with our focus there at the foundation of contentment and, 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 and what that means to us. So anyway, mm-hmm. I just yeah, wanted to kind of say that. And I just wanted to talk or speak to, um, the idea of pursuing happiness because the minute you say the pursuit you're saying it's out there i have to chase it right that's mm-hmm. what i that's what i think when i hear phrases like that pursue okay. happiness absolutely Pers- go get your happiness right. like you got to right. go buy it off the shelf or go build it in a barn or something right right <laughs> right, right, right right but yeah, but the point. truth is you have to be happy you can't it's a choice of beingness you can't happiness is not something you obtain it's something you become and i'm going to bring in the bashar um quote the framing uh, I, I just love how bashar frames things be happy. Remember, cause and effect are the same event. You don't have to wait for a reason to be happy in order for you to know you prefer to be happy. Create the effect of being happy and you will attract into your lives all of the causes to support the happiness you have created just because you say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I yeah. No, I was going to say that goes back into speaking things into existence, you know, and determining, you know, determining that's what you, you know what I mean? That's where I want to be as opposed to a lot of Mm -hmm. the... the... I think it's further than that. When you say that's where I want to be, yes. Okay. So to express a preference is to express, yes, that's where I would like to be. That's where I want to be. Right. But that's not the first. The first step is identifying the state that you want to achieve or to line up with. But the the first actionable step is choosing to be happy. And that's where I really want to bring in a distinction here. 
because happiness is truly a choice of beingness. I choose to, when you say something that is triggering, I have to choose to get angry. I have to choose to get offended. I have to choose to have, to be indignant, right? Mm -hmm. But I could just as easily choose to not care or choose to laugh or choose to, um, you know what I'm saying? Choose to walk away. I could choose to, I could choose so many other things. I could choose to be happy regardless of what comes out of your mouth. That's a fact. But I have to that's be happy first before happy things can happen in my life. Right. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. You don't do things to make yourself happy. You right. choose that you're going to get happy and then and 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 I and when I say get happy, I like again not putting it outside of yourself, but you're gonna get your happiness on, and then you're going to experience things that further contribute to your state of happiness. If beingness precedes experience, you must be before you can have or do or feel or or experience really. You know, it's such a for me, it's such a backwards. Um, way in which we are oftentimes modeled the reality of of life you know for example let's stay right right where we are with the pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. um and i'm so glad that you did what you did because what you did caused me to remember the film the pursuit of happiness yeah with will smith yeah and (laughs) and it was such an a movie that demonstrated what effort Mm. it is Mm. to pursue a thing (laughs) if you if your premise is Mm -hmm. that happiness is outside somewhere then Mm -hmm. it's going to be a constant struggle and Mm -hmm. effort to to obtain it and once you Mm. find it you're going to discover that it was always inside of you right 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 that's what that's what you're going to realize but but again, we're modeled through all of these images, through all of these messages. You and I, we talked earlier about music, right? Mm-hmm. And and I was, you you know, asked me just casually something about, you know, well, what, what's been on your mind? And I said, well, I got up this morning and I went to one of my playlists. Mm-hmm. And when I went to my playlist, um, I just happened to see inspirational playlists and I hit inspirational <laughs> playlists. Yeah. And I don't know where I was in my personal development when I began to create this playlist. Yeah. But I created this playlist, inspirational playlist. And at the top of my playlist was a song entitled, I'm Lost Without You. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I hit the song. Now I happen to love the song just the, the 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 melody, the vocals is is unbelievable. I mean, you're talking about BB and CC, two of the greatest vocalists and 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 singers I personally feel in, in my life. But mm-hmm. with all that being said, I began to listen to this song, and and I immediately began to question how absurd it is <laughs> for me mm-hmm. to have listed inside of my inspirational playlist tracks, mm-hmm. I, a song that I don't believe. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. Now, I know that, that BB and Cece was talking more expressly about Jesus, mm-hmm. but I know most people when they hear that song are usually thinking about, you know, a relational significant other, right? 
Um, I would think, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think everyone is indoctrinated as I was. So, you know, anyway, mm-hmm. I think I, I actually first time I talked to someone about that song, they couldn't believe that it was, quote unquote, a gospel song. When I said mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. subject of the song was supposed to be the Christ from the from the originators, I was debated by this sister in 1990. You're lying to me. No, you're mm-hmm. not. That is not no gospel song. That's my that's my jam. I said, all right, sister. I'm not I'm not here to to, to quibble with you and your jams. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. so this song is 31 years or better. I know, gotta be because this conversation happened in '90, right? Mm-hmm. But that being said, it was at the top of my playlist, and I began to just look at the lyric, listen to the lyric as much as I love the melody and all of that, and I began to find that it wasn't vibrating the message that I, at this point, am trying to, to, to emanate, you know, it doesn't harmonize with, with the mindset that I have, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I understand when we talk about the Christ, from that standpoint, I totally understand the, 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 the doctrinal relational. So for there, I'm 100%, 100% fist and fist pounding because mm-hmm. I understand what they mean by that. Right. But when it comes to the messaging, and and then associating it with inspiration, you know what I mean. Right, so right. I I kind of I kind of just found myself looking at myself, huh? What do you mean? So I right. just wanted to say that even even as I'm redefining my playlist and reworking my like, I, it's not that I I won't have that song somewhere, but mm-hmm. I don't know that if that's going to be situated where it is currently in my, <laughs> right, in my either, playlist. Right, either me? that or it's the, the playlist going to get a new name, and, and it can be inspirational. The question is, insp- inspiring you to inspiring what? Inspiring to do what? And that's exactly. why, again, that's why I love our definitions from the top because at different times in our lives. When certain words, certain things are happening to us, we associate meanings and attachments. That's why looking back at that playlist, mm-hmm. I have to wonder, where was I when I created that? Right. What was I feeling? Mm-hmm. What was I thinking? What was I meaning when I was saying that? Right. That's why that's so important. Context is so important. And you talk about getting out of context a lot. But go ahead. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, as you were saying that, I looked up, I have a playlist. Well, it's a very short one. Um, I had started to create one of my phone call, Happy Manifesting. And the very first song on that list is Happy. Um, that's for real. You can't listen to that song and not immediately go to your happy space, right? That's why that's right. the world loved it. Um, and then I have another song, the Freedom Song by you know again Jason Mraz. It might be a little campy for some folks, but I just absolutely love these songs. <laughs> and what and and the, some campy. of the lyrics, right? I never, you know, I've never campy been campy. Court. I've never been camping, so so I don't know what what type of music you listen to on the way to camping. But I've never been. If that's what we mean, campy. I mean, but, but, I mean, but he's, I, I think I found out later that he um, listens or he follows one of the metaphysical teachers that I like. And so I'm like, well, that makes sense because I hear it all in his lyrics. Like his, he, I, I say he has a mouthful of words because his songs have so many lyrics, right. <laughs> but yeah. they're all really brilliant. And he clearly was in alignment when he was receiving this stuff. So like the freedom song, you know, there's um, uh, a, a, a passage that says, and when I feel good, I sing. And the joy it brings makes me feel good. And when I feel good, I sing. And the joy it brings. And it's it's true because it's a, it's, it starts you in this, it's like you hop on this cycle. 
you feel good and then you want to do things that make you feel good and they make you feel more good and then you, and more things happen to make you feel good and you get into get caught up into that like orbit of goodness it's awesome right, right. you know another one is living in the moment i love this one you know and and the lyrics are really kind of cute it's like if this life is one act why do we all why do we lay all these traps we put them right on our path when we just want to be free you know, I will not waste my days making up all kinds of ways to worry about all the things that will not happen to me. <laughs> so I just let go of what I know. I don't know. And I know I only do this by living in a moment, living my life easy and breezy with peace in my mind, peace in my heart, peace in my soul. Whenever I'm good, wherever I'm good going, I'm already home living in the moment, you know, and I like how he, and, and, you know, um, analogizes if that's a word. Um, it is now. It is now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I it all the time. It is now. Right. You, you, you tell us every week you create your own you life. Now, how you going to create your own life if you can't How you going to doubt it? Right. That's the word now. But I like how he he creates this analogy of of wherever I'm going, I'm already home. So he's so comfortable. He's so secure. He's so, you know what I'm saying? When you come home, you're you're in your safe place. You're in your happy space. You're in your comfortable space. So he takes that with home is inside of him. I love that. And I'm like, I so feel that. Like I'm at home everywhere. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That takes an awareness. Go ahead, cuz. I hear you, bro. Absolutely. I was just going to say, just to let the people know that the uh, cool ass dictionary is coming soon. You know, you'll be able to, uh, that'll be in print audio book. Yeah. Oh, oh, we got to put audio, you know, and it'll you know be read by, read by cuz. You know, know what I mean? We have it on Kindle. You know, it'll be all major for them. Either that or I'm going to have to get some broadcasting coaching somewhere. But. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, yeah, we got you going. You know. Exactly. Like, it's just. um. But yeah, it, and it, and I love this part of the song too. It says, "I'm letting myself off the hook of for the things I've done. I let go. I let my past go past, and now I'm having more fun. I'm letting go of the thoughts that do not make me strong. And I believe this way can be the same for everyone. Mm. You yeah. know, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Living no, in the moment. I think the things that we do naturally, or things the the things that come natural to us." you know mm-hmm. i would say uh are usually those things that are, are rooted in happiness you know what i mean those things that are effortless that don't require um a a, a conservative i'm going to do this you know what i mean type mm-hmm. of attitude it's more like this just flows you know yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. like uh like i think get like i get joy from giving you yes. know what i mean and Sometimes and so it 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 depends. Well, I guess it doesn't depend. It's just you give because you're a giver, and sometimes you get an appreciate or you can observe an appreciation. Or sometimes mm-hmm. you know it does is less appreciated. That doesn't mean you stop giving. Right. It just means sometimes when you can give and you see that there's a, a, it's appreciated, you may be um i should say move to give more you know what i mean but right you know the the fact of the matter is the joy of giving is is a joy that i don't think we should ever let other people diminish for us like you know right. what i mean i mean you know it's Absolutely. sharing you know what i mean and that's 
Absolutely. And, 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 and I, would, I would say pertaining to the gift being given, I think we also need to learn to appreciate that sometimes that generous gift isn't, you know, isn't cakes and cookies. It isn't uh, a service. You know, mm-hmm. it may not be a speech. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It may be it may be a hand in a myriad of ways. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 so that's one of the ways in which I am really learning to appreciate the, the variety of gifts that that exist. When we talk about uh, in one of our sessions, um, cooperative components. Right. Mm-hmm. That really mm-hmm. helped helped solidify that point for me because I was kind of already in the mindset that there are so many different parts of the body which each part doesn't require the same attention it doesn't require the same uh sense knowledge base like I I don't think the eye cares about the same things that the toe cares about they both have a general concern for the body and its advancement, but I don't think they as sections and parts of that same collective uh, care as much about what you have to do as far as your role and your gift to the body, right? But Mm -hmm. oftentimes we get, you know, to looking at one another uh, in a very immature state of our development. And we start to say, well, you know, you're not doing what I'm doing. You know, you're not you're not doing and giving to the body what I'm giving. So when you mm-hmm. talked about being more generous, even I wanted to just further encourage those whose gift. Um, and, and let me let me let me connect that to something that maybe seems to be why why I inserted that. Uh, because when you said that, that kind of triggered a conversation that I had yesterday with a brother who began to almost apologize for how he how he saw the world. And one of the things wow. that I, I found myself, and he didn't quite say it like that. I'm just sure. kind of cut, cutting through the fat, like my daddy sure. would say. I'm just <laughs> cutting through the fat. Um, but 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 what I what our conversation helped, what his statement helped me see was that I wanted to so, and I did, I at that time said to him, no, bro, you know, your identity, because he he's one that we've talked a lot about He's trying to determine what his identity is. You know, I don't, I don't know what what, what my, my thing is. And and because I think you said it a second ago, Big G, when you were kind of talking about, uh, you said something earlier that harmonized with with this as well, which is why I think it all came full circle for me. When he said he he kind of made the statement that, or almost apologizing for how he how he saw the diverse way the the diverse way he saw things, I said to him, bro. Um, you know, your identity is oftentimes revealed in what you identify with, right? Yeah. Just naturally, what you naturally saw as a, a, a way to solve a problem, that oftentimes is, is like your internal GPS telling you, hey, you're on track, bro. <laughs> you're, you are, this is what you should be doing. This is your work. You know, because it comes so natural for you. And, and on the same flip side, and I'm really going to toss this back out because I want to know what y'all think. But on the flip side, I find to be the same case with individuals who identify all the negative stuff, right? I find that when they, they seem to be drawn to or things that, that happen around them that make them feel some kind of way in the, in the, re, the inverse, 
I find that sometimes that's an indicator of what you have been wired to give attention to. As Absolutely. far as as far as as far as you know, helping to bring some type of balance as far as your gift, because when you talked about giving more, so I, I mm-hmm. wanna wanna just I I talk a lot with young folks who and men and, and and brothers who seem to be questioning, you know, like a misdirection on their purpose. But I if I could finish this point right here, this is why I said mm-hmm. at the top, it's so amazing how we are conditioned backwards, mm-hmm. right? To to see things a certain way, but actually. It's 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 your antennas. It's your uh, your emotions. It's your feelings. Cuss says all the time. You know, go into the direction there because when you're following how you feel about a thing, oftentimes it's revealing to you or will be revealing to you the greater plan of destiny for you. So anyway, I'm done. I just wanted to bring that full circle. I thought that might be helpful to somebody. Yeah. Uh, let me just say this real quick because you've mentioned this two or three times by now um, with how we're conditioned away from what, well, when you say it, I hear we're being conditioned opposite our nature. Yeah. But you're yep. saying, you know, we're being conditioned <laughs> to yeah, not I do this. I don't say it like that, but yeah. Right. But that's what <laughs> I'm hearing. Yep, and I yep. like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's exactly yep. what that is. So that's right. We're what be, to the be reason, unnatural. Absolutely. The reason that you, that, and, and it's funny because um, there's been a, a string of documentaries about these people who have committed these egregious crimes over long periods of times. And, um, and then created these cult-like uh, organizations and belief systems. And the first thing they, every single one of them has in common is to train you uh, to turn off your emotional facility See? because this is a primary mechanism of commanding control over others. So go. I have to get you to not trust yourself, to not That's use right. your intuitive, there to make you, you think that your equipment is broken and doesn't there work and you make go. you think that how I define it is right. how it's supposed to work. Right. And and it's never an easy process. And it's something that they have to be consistently indoctrinated into, you know, mm-hmm. um, you don't, nobody is teaching you that one plus one is equal to two every day, but, or every week. But they want you to come every week so they can tell you how to interpret the words that are coming, their interpretation of some words that are written in a book, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not natural, you're never going to naturally get back to that understanding if you're not well practiced in the uh, telling of the story in that way. So, yeah. yeah. But if left to your own devices, you will always come back into your natural state. And, and that's Mm -hmm. why I say, you know, looking, observing nature itself, observing children, because they're still very close to their natural state Mm -hmm. coming in the door. They come Mm -hmm. in complete with personality. They have preferences. They don't like green peas and they love bananas. You know what I'm saying? They, they oftentimes, they, they oftentimes come in happy. Right. They have to be right. conditioned. They have to you be, gotta be beaten down to be by life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. but they're yeah. always going to rebound. They're yeah. super quick super to recover resilient. to oh, that man. happiness. Absolutely. And they're going to do everything they can to get to a state of happiness. Absolutely. Uh, you know, oh, I fell down. I hurt. Okay, I'm going to scream right now. But then 
two seconds later, okay, forgot all about that. I'm off to do the next thing, you know, and I'm going to try that again. <laughs> right? right. Like, exactly. Like they are insistent on pursuing that on it's not even pursuing that happiness it's recovering the state of mm-hmm. beingness mm-hmm. that they know and that is to be happy so you know be happy don't don't worry yeah. be happy right <laughs> as corny as it is we let other Work. people yeah we let other people influence that you know what i'm saying well, we need to tr- we need to please other people. We need to go into mm-hmm. agreement with other people. We need permission mm-hmm. from other people. We Absolutely. need, uh, you know, we have all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff wrapped up in our beingness. And the, the hilarity of it is, I, I think about this all the time, for all the people that I have ever known to try and control others, people are always going to do what they're going to do. Regardless, they might follow, they might go along with your stuff for a minute, but at some point, they're just going to do what the heck they want to do anyway. Mm -hmm. So why would you try so hard to manipulate, to manage, to subjugate? Why? Right. Right. You know, has it ever really worked for anyone? Right. (laughs) You know, most people don't feel like they can control themselves that well. (laughs) Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Well, right. well, well, I mean, it depends on if you ask the colonizer, right? If you ask right. the colonizer, then the colonizer would say that, of course, it works. It works for me, you know. Uh, and and I and I'm and I'm not talking I'm about questioning that. I'm not. No, I'm, convert- I'm not talking about the converted colonizer. That I'm the one you. who who has come face to face with the with the chaos and the mm-hmm. result of his colonization, right? But the mm-hmm. colonizer, whenever he's capitalizing off of 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 another, I don't care how that relationship looks. It's always going to feel beneficial to them because, again, I'm profiting off of you. I'm, I'm not having to do anything. I'm leeching off of you. I'm draining off of you. And I literally heard I heard a brother about this fight that's coming up. Uh, one of the greatest fighters uh, of, of, of our era, uh, Floyd Mayweather, is supposed to be fighting a YouTuber who's like 0-1, right? Mm-hmm. Never, never has won a fight professionally, but he's he's going to fight. Mayweather and I guess Mayweather is going to make upwards of maybe a hundred million dollars for this fight. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and so the criticism of another professional boxer was he's being pimped, you know, he can make that money. Sure. You know, he can make that money and another professional's like, yeah, man, you know, let me fight a, let me fight a, 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 a plumber. I'd love to make a fifty million to fight a plumber. You know, I, 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 I kick, I kick his butt for, for 50 million. That ain't no problem. And so, mm-hmm. but 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 for for some reason, some feels that Mayweather is being pimped. Some feels that Mayweather is pimping the system, you know. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, in a system where we again have been conditioned to believe it backwards, this is why I brought that up, cause because again, it's it's the it's the immediate or temporary gratification that we oftentimes receive that makes us feel like. This is this is to our benefit. We never weigh the the temporary gratification against the the more permanent consequence, mm-hmm. right? The results yeah. of that that immediate, you know, smoking that drug, doing mm-hmm. that that crime, you yeah. know, yeah, I got that off me having having that raw sex. Yeah, I got that off right now, but 
Now I got a baby. Now I got that disease. Now I now I gotta Man. go do time. You know what I mean? The consequence usually mm-hmm. outweighs the impulsive act. But again, how are we conditioned? We we see in front of us the celebration of people who just do stuff for the immediacy of gratification. And then that's why when you begin to talk, I'm listening and I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I create my own life. Like, who's telling me that? Who's teaching that? You know, that's not taught in the schools. Our kids come to school happy. They come to school mm-hmm. resilient, as you talk about. But as exactly. they sit in those classes, yep. as they sit in front of those teachers, what's happening? They're being mm-hmm. reconditioned and 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 not, not, to me, in all cases, supported. Sure, they get some of that from many teachers. My mother's a retired teacher, so I'm certainly not bashing teachers Mm -hmm. i'm talking about the system at large what its aim Mm -hmm. is what is its goal is it to really have people be free and to possess happiness to realize how to manifest happiness or (laughs) is it to inculcate into you an idea or to humanize you and robotize (laughs) your robot right Mm -hmm. so that you can serve the interests of another and and call that happy because you got a big bank account and a nice car yeah, well, I'm I'm just going to go back to something that we've said back in our early sessions that I mentioned. Um, you have to qualify your intentions first. Qualify the nature of your intentions. Qualify the quality of your intention. You know, if someone is seeking relief, that is not a happy choice. That is a flee from some other fear-based state choice. It's still based in fear. Based in fear. You know, Mm. if I'm doing this to self-soothe, yes, it may be with the ultimate intention of feeling good, but I first have to feel better than where I am. You know, anger feels better than revenge, but that doesn't make it good. That certainly doesn't mean you're going to get a good experience as a consequence, you know, when you were saying, Oh, you, you got to do the drugs, you got to do whatever the, Mm -hmm. those types of actions are to relieve something that you otherwise don't want to deal with head on. Cause you're not addressing the underlying belief. You're not addressing the premise from which you're taking action and you're not Mm -hmm. practicing a new skill when you make this choice of pursuing this relief base right there though cuz right there though cuz and i'm so glad let me just say this and take it right back from me this is precisely why i said it because i think the knee-jerk reaction in response Mm -hmm. to why we continue to do the same is because of how we've been placed to do to to operate right yeah so you present and you represent a new way of doing it Yes. A new way of seeing it, a new way of saying it, yes. right? And so this is precisely why I bring it up, because I think when we talk about in these cool-ass conversations of how we can obtain and manifest happiness, mm-hmm. then we have to be able at times to be able to show people step-by-step step how we did it. And yeah. you have done that more so for me, because I tell you, I've heard about a lot of stuff. I've, mm-hmm. I've experienced happiness in a myriad of ways, but mm-hmm. I'm starting to experience a consistency in my manifestations <laughs> because that. of a, an, a tweak, a recalibration mm-hmm. in the way yep. I think and yep. in the way I say a lot of stuff that's going on. Yes. So that's why I'm real mm-hmm. passionate about making sure that we slowly 
help see the connection there because I think sometimes just saying it, it seems so matter of fact. Yeah. But but I promise you, I hear you. But just like we talked about happiness from the top, when we start to define the word, we can see so many different paths that we're going when we even think about possibly even think about that word. Yes. But if I can interject briefly. Absolutely, sir. I think that a lot of of what happens is it's not even the finding the happy state. I think happy is the natural state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's allowing it's great. it. It's yeah. us going into agreement with interruptions in that happiness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, and, a good way to put it. us accepting those things that make us unhappy or interrupt that that happiness that naturally flows from us mm-hmm. because we second guess it. Oh, well, that's mm-hmm. you can't that you can't do that. That's not supposed to be that way, you know, or what you know what I mean? You think there has to be some type of penalty. You know what I mean? Um acquiescence is what it ultimately ends up mm-hmm. being, you know. Uh people teaching you opposite of that natural state is going into agree you have to go into agreement with that, you know. No doubt. Well, and and what it also has fostered is this idea so when we say we're pursuing happiness what that often um inspires in people is to manipulate circumstances and details in their environment to create an environment that they can be happy in that they can then choose to be happy in and and again that's the pushing against that's the banging things in the place that's the making it making it happen that never produces the result of real happiness because you have to be happy and and true mastery of all of this stuff that I learn and what my work is on myself on a daily basis is not needing a darn thing in my environment to change for me to sit there and be just happy as I please. You, it's about maintaining your alignment no matter what. That is what true Christ consciousness is. I agree totally. When you talked about contentment, the scripture teaches me that godliness with contentment is great gain. That's everything. It, when you when you have this the, the capacity to be content in whatever state you find yourself in, mm-hmm. that's true mastery. Absolutely. That's true mastery. Absolutely. I totally yeah. agree with you, Kyle. You know, and it goes back to our, yeah, but it goes back to our conversation last week where, you know, how do you be in the world but not of it? That's, yeah, that's right. the work. That's, that's the goal. That's the practice. That's, the goal. that's, the that's what we're, that's, right. that's what we're here doing. That's what that's I, right. that's what I'm on. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I can't be my message if I'm not able to be it consistently. And right. yeah, it, I may make it look easy and simple and, well you know packaged in a couple of uh affirmations here and there but mm-hmm. it's a it's a moment to moment daily yes, practicing it's all practice absolutely yes, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no it, it you know we it's, it's like being a superhero you know it's, it's like yeah, i just yep. make it look easy don't you right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> don't get me wrong you know levitating ain't easy you know what i'm saying <laughs> But it can be effortless. <laughs> right. right, <laughs> like, right you know, um I think uh Steph Curry is a is a uh, a good 
illustration to that. You yeah. know, hid, hidden jumpers from half court, you know, look easy <laughs> to him. Right. But that's because he'd have done it like 4,000 times that you never saw. You know what I mean? But and he also was, knows the state of being that he has to be in and nail it every time. See, that's yeah. what that's what people miscalculate yeah. about the Jordans of the world and, mm-hmm. you know, every other great that has hit. And we'll just keep it with basketball that has hit the basketball mm-hmm. court. Yeah. They yeah. understand what the the mental state they have to be in. You got to maintain your alignment. You know what your groove spot feels like. Right. right. That's the knowingness. Yeah. They, right. they they know when they step yes. on the court. They know. They don't think they not, you know, well, maybe if they know. Exactly. Exactly. I am you know, I am that. You know, you know one of the, one of the mm-hmm. most frustrating things to, to witness or to observe is to see someone who is aspiring, trying to be Steph Curry. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to be Kobe Bryant, trying mm-hmm. to be Ivo, trying to be Michael Jordan. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Right. Just be you're, you. You're yeah. not, man. And that's yeah. why I hate the comparisons. Be you. Be the best you. Right. And see, it's when it's when we allow the 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 character criticisms of the industry to to mm-hmm. and that system to say, well, he's a buster, he's a bum because mm-hmm. he's not like this one and he ain't produced yeah. like that yeah. one. Skip Bayless's who ride LeBron James, I don't care if the man <laughs> scored 40, 50 points. He has nothing good to say. Right. Right. If he wins the championship, it was a gift given to yeah. him. There's nothing positive or constructive to ever say. Some people are just hardwired in this system to identify and to point at the what they perceive to be flaws in your mm-hmm. game, right? But as Mike so artic- artfully illustrated in one of his commercials, that it was his many misses that made him the man that he was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the flying through the air in the dunk contest that he won. It mm-hmm. was those last second shots that he took and rimmed no, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's how you handle through practice, in practice. So I wanted to go back. Mm-hmm. When we compare ourselves to the step, what I don't want mm-hmm. us to be either is delusional and make others think we are making it look easy mm-hmm. or make others think that we think we making it look easy because mm-hmm. I see you not making baskets, bro. Right. I see you shooting a lot of shots and your shots ain't going in like Curry's. Mm-hmm. Though you, though you're in the league, though you may get a big check, right? Though you may pop your mouth, Steph is a rather humble dude. But he's making it from everywhere. And I think as Cuz illustrates, it's because of the character or the frequency that he enters the arena in. Mm-hmm. It's who he is already. Mm-hmm. It's an energy and a vibration that he, like the Michael Jordans, it's, 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 mm-hmm. the, it's the very essence and that vibe, vibe that, that entering into uh, uh, what, what Mike looked like, the vortex, when he hit that 6-3 against Portland. Yeah, well, let me tell. You know, let me say it. Th- let me and let me say it this way: when you're when you're in full alignment with you, you can't miss. See that? Mm-hmm. See, see that? That's what I'm talking about. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Full alignment with you, not in comparison with another, exactly. but full alignment with you. Exactly. I, That's good. I, I think the extra layer on that is your refusal to go into agreement with anything else. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Like when you miss a few. 
oh, you get it can get into your head like, oh man, maybe I'm not as good as a knock. No, 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 no. That's a few I missed. But through practice, you know you can make way more than you miss, you know, if you keep shooting. For some mm-hmm. people. Now, some people, you know, maybe shooting ain't your thing. But you know what I'm saying? Right. That's the, a great point. The state of mind, though, to not listen to the detractors, and, you know what I mean? It's, it's when Steph knows, you know what I'm saying, that he is what he is. Right. And not necessarily letting other people's view of, you know what I'm saying, of him or what he should be get into his head. Well, not only that, but many times you can't even discover who you really are or what your thing is until you get into alignment. Because if you're just trying to imitate everything else you see and everyone else around you, you're still not open to the uniqueness that you're bringing to the the table anyway. Absolutely. That's so true, man. That's so true. I've seen guys try to fit the, the the style of play that others felt because they were tall guys. Man, get get out of the block. And and these guys had sweet, buttery strokes. But mm. they tell them they forcing them down because they want them to have a post game. And these guys don't have a natural post game. It's just not in them to bang like a Mason or Oakley, you know. Mm. So then they get down there and they get their heart handed to them, and you take them out of their position. Don't mm-hmm. allow them to do what comes natural for them that mm-hmm. will cause them to shine so brilliantly and would add to the team because mm-hmm. you insist they got to go down there because they tall. And yeah. so now you call them a bum and a buster because you're forcing them to play a position that he wasn't created to play. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he can't be at his, at his best. Now, the thing I love about what you said too, though, Big G, about practice is that the beauty about practice, and I can say this as a hooper, um, and, and as a particular uh, 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 shooter, the beauty about practice is that the more you miss in practice, the more likely you're going to make them in the game. The more you miss them in practice, the more likely you're going to make them in the game. Practice is, is designed for that purpose, to, to, to help you hone your, your, your arrow so you're more bullseye when it's time to perform. If you're making the improvement and the adjustments that are needed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're in practice plan. If you're in practice plan, right, this again, Mm -hmm. the purpose of practice from my perspective is to come in there with the intention to improve, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. so if you're coming in there and you're just throwing the ball at the basket, don't think that you're going to come in the game and throw it at the the rim and it's going to go in. That's not what I'm saying. But if your Mm -hmm. misses, if your misses are intended to go in from your perspective, and you miss. My thing is, don't be frustrated. <laughs> learn, learn, mm-hmm. make the adjustment, make the calibration. This is where the calibration is 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 to be. The adjustment is to be made. So now, once you ah, you lock in and practice, and you figure it out in practice, intentionally going in the di- di- the direction of your highest. Cuz says all the time, like to me, missing a shot is not my highest thing. <laughs> I'm not just happy being on the team and in practice. I want to be in the team, on the floor, and when my number is called, I want to be able to do what I'm capable of doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so ultimately, yeah. I think as we talk, in practice is where you you can really hone that. And if you won't allow yourself to be frustrated, and don't even compare yourself to bro over mm-hmm. there who's also shooting in practice, thinking that you have to shoot him like mm-hmm. him. Right. Again, your comparison is not against him. It's against your greater self. Absolutely. Your yeah, best self. 
Yeah. Your natural state. Yep. You do your, your true natural state. state. There you go, cuz absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That's that's yep. again that's in alignment. You know what that's I'm right. saying? That's a fact. That's a fact. You yes. in alignment, the ball is a cooperative uh cooperative component. That's right. <laughs> the ball in the ball in the hoop become cooperative components to your natural alignment. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, how do how do I get in alignment, big G? Again, <laughs> a big again, cuz has told me for that person that may ask that question, mm-hmm. how do I get in alignment? You follow your highest. That's why your feelings are so important. Yeah, follow your highest excitement. Follow your highest excitement, right? Not mine, not the next Mm -hmm. person's, but yours. That's 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 gonna get you back in alignment with your natural state. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Be Mm. the best you you can be. (laughs) (laughs) There's um another Bashar quote that I like: joy, happiness fun are not entertainments they are the foundations of a real and abundant life but they are also choices you have to choose to be those and then the rest comes yeah absolutely i like that yeah i love it like the right choice people (laughs) (laughs) i choose to be happy now (laughs) yep all right and I think okay. that's a good place to leave it for today. Thank you. Absolutely. And until great. next time, happy manifesting, everybody. Grace and right. peace. Just be happy. Wow, we reached the end of another episode of the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. Where does the time go? Well, on behalf of myself, Ashawa Nicole, and Johnny Holmes II, a.k.a. Apostle, we'd like to thank you, and we appreciate you taking the time out to listen. Please subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media on Instagram at Cool Ass Conversations. So, until the next time, stay cool.